You are about to listen to episode one of Buckeye Tobacco. Buckeye Tobacco is a cigar review and Ohio State football YouTube show presented by the OHIO podcast. We highly recommend you check this show out on our YouTube page. A link is provided in the show notes below. Thank you. Hi, I'm Buckeye Boggs from the OHIO podcast, and today I'm smoking the Liga Pravada number nine from Drew Estate. And we're talking about the 2022 NFL Draft, and you're watching Buckeye Tobacco. Tobacco, everybody. I'm Buckeye Boggs. Hey, listen, I'm excited about this. We're going to start something new. Those of you who follow us on the OHIO podcast, welcome to the newest version. We're actually trying to do a little bit of a YouTube channel now, and I thought, why not combine the two passions I have in Buckeye football and smoking cigars? Today, we're going to talk about the Liga Pravada number nine. We're going to review it. We're going to smoke it. We're going to talk about it. We're also going to talk about that NFL draft, like we said there in the opening. So, that being said, let's go ahead and uh, smoke this bad boy. I'm going to do a nice little straight cut. And uh, so, Liga Pravada, it is the unicorn of cigars, if you will. Not to be confused with the actual unicorn from Steve Saka. But this bad boy is has been so difficult for me to find first off little shout out to cigarsdaily.com uh i was i had this on my watch list and i was checking it every day and finally when they got some in i ordered five of them i couldn't help myself so this will be the third or fourth liga Pravada number nine i've smoked and let me say this the first two or three that i've had the best um i've been uh grading cigars now giving them a ranking and grading them for a little over a year now and it's number one it's my highest one 95 is what I've given this stick um, the first time I got this stick was actually a gift from my boss and I didn't know a whole lot about them a couple years ago tried it and was like whoa what is this I've got to dig into this so basically Liga Pravada, which means private blend, has an oscuro leaf as its wrapper, giving it that nice dark looking wrapper. By the way, this thing is just gorgeous to look at. It's nice and oily. It's it's firm but not too firm. You know where they've where they've rolled it to the point where uh, it, it, it's unsmokable and doesn't have a good draw. This has always had a great draw. Always lots of smoke. Um, the wrapper gives the number nine this toothy taste that's coupled with this oily appearance. It's just beautiful. And underneath the hood, if you will, uh, you're going to find aged long fillers with seven uh, from seven different farms that created a bold and complex taste that is incomparable to any cigar in the industry, in my opinion. The number nine blend is given an extra year's worth of aging, adding to its rich. Uh, meaty taste with notes of toast and coffee and chocolate mm, all good stuff and the Liga Pravada is a full body stick but silky from the start to the finish that is uh, 
what uh, uh, gathered some information from different areas and kind of wrote my own little review there on it. Let's go ahead and light this thing up and see what we get. Toaster up. Right from the beginning there's just uh, there's nothing like it it is just so smooth I am NOT a full-body cigar guy I'll be honest with you I like more of the um, Connecticut leaf more of the um, uh, something that's a little smoother but man this thing is just so good yeah right off the bat you're getting those those hints of of chocolate on the retro hail I'm getting that coffee even that toast that they talk about I mean it's it's unique there's nothing like it Even the, the fragrance of it, it's it's high class. High class, very, very, very nice. So let's talk a little bit about the NFL draft here as we get into the first third of this cigar. So I want to concentrate on the New York Jets. Um, of course, this is a Buckeye and tobacco show, so we're talking about the Buckeyes. And the Jets drafted two former Buckeyes and, and Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver, who went number 10 overall. And then later in the third round, they picked up our tight end, Jeremy Ruckert. So both guys, obviously, um, big, time, big time contributors to Ohio State. Garrett Wilson, obviously, uh, coupled with Olave in this year's draft from Ohio State. Garrett Wilson was kind of considered having a little bit more upside than Olave. I would say Olave may be more of a complete career. Obviously, he played four years at Ohio State. Wilson only three. Uh, Wilson, uh, I think Wilson, though, he just he just flashed maybe a little bit more than Olave at times with some of those acrobatical catches and things that he does. And this gives Zach Wilson, the quarterback at, at uh, the Jets, a legitimate number one target now and I think Jeremy Rucker in my opinion is going to have a much better career for the Jets than he actually had at Ohio State now the thing about Jeremy Rucker he's incredibly athletic we saw those one-handed grabs in the Big Ten Championship game against Wisconsin uh, a couple years ago uh, he had another one in the back of the end zone I think uh, maybe against Clemson um, in the playoffs when Justin Fields was the quarterback, he didn't get thrown the ball as much. And I kept hearing, sorry, I can't, I can't let this thing go, man. It's just so good. Mmm, what a stick. I kept hearing that the reason why uh, Rucker didn't get to throw the ball as much was because they had the big three receivers in Wilson, Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. 
Not entirely true. There's never been a tight end at Ohio State that got thrown the football a lot. You're expected to, to block at Ohio State. You're expected to be a run blocker. And so that's exactly what Jeremy Ruckert was, is he was a two-way guy. He could block. He could also catch the football, go out in routes. I think he's going to have an incredible NFL career. And I think the Jets stole this draft, honestly. And getting those two Buckeyes and Wilson and Ruckert, I think it was incredible. I also thought it was really cool that Ruckert uh, was a – I think he's from New Jersey. He was a Jets fan growing up. So now he gets to go play for his childhood team that he cheered for. I always love stories like that. We're going to jump into this thing. We're going to come back in a little bit. We're going to talk about the first third of this stick. And we're also going to talk about Olave and where he went in the draft a little bit and why he was one of my favorite Buckeyes the last couple of years. So hang tight, everybody. All right, we are back, and we are working on the second third of this. Um, Went out back, spoke to the sun on the back porch with my wife. It's a little windy out, but don't know if that contributed to this effect or not. But we are getting a little bit of a canoeing action, but it is correcting itself. And if, as I recall, back when I gave it the 95 rating the first time I smoked this and rated it, uh, it is definitely, it, I think I had the same effect. And that was one of the reasons why it, it was docked a couple points was because... Uh, of that canoeing action a little bit, but it's producing great smoke. I have developed in here in the second third or what I call the meat of the cigar. I am getting a little bit more of a, a bite on the retrohale. It's not bad. Again, for, for a darker cigar, you normally feel like you get a little bit more of that, that bite, the, the stronger tobacco or um, even maybe some spice or some pepper and it's so mild it seems like that you don't really notice it and I just think it's because the filler is adding along with the, the, the leaf here it's just giving this beautiful um, chocolate um, with the aroma it's just man I tell you it's just such a great cigar love it for a full body cigar this is number one for me so <clears throat> I went on to the Drew Estate website and let me read ex from their website what they say about this cigar. The wrapper is hand fermented for 18 months, no sweat allowed, only four pairs within our factory are certified to produce this stick. Four. Each pair is allowed to craft only 250 cigars per day. And the cigars are aged a full calendar year before offered for sale. Uh, so this is very limited production, which is why it's so hard to get your hands on this thing. They are they are making sure that the Liga Privada is top shelf and kind of a supply and demand type of thing here probably going on. The supply is high, the demand is low. They can probably offer a little bit higher of a price for it, and it just it just raises the demand through the roof. almost getting a little bit of a leathery taste with this now too, which is unique. It doesn't progress or change from light up very much, which is one of the things I love about this particular stick, is it is, it's quality from beginning to end. Love that. So working now into the second third of the Liga Pravada and just loving every second of it. Um, highly recommend it. Put it, on, put it on a list. Hey, I've got to have it. 
check it every day. It's worth it. And when you can get your hands on a Liga Pravada number nine, I highly recommend it. So smooth. Here's the thing. Chris Olave, wide receiver at Ohio State. I have for years now been saying that Chris Olave is as smooth as my sixth grade dance shirt. I remember the first first time I got to go to a school dance, it was sixth grade, 1996 or five, been a while. And I had a purple silk button-up dress shirt. <laughs> and this thing was rocking, it was smooth, right? And and here's the thing, Chris Olave, from the time he made he got on the field, was a three-star recruit from California, and he had the block kick, the touchdown catch, the block kick as a freshman against Michigan in the horseshoe. And from that time on, Chris Olave was was number one for me. And 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 just like Joel Klatt said on Fox, he's smooth. And we've been saying that from the beginning on the OHIO podcast. Chris Olave is smooth, just like the Liga Pravada. He got drafted number 11 overall in the first round this past Thursday night by the what we what we here in Ohio called Buckeye South or the New Orleans Saints. They had a lot of Buckeyes for many years, including Joe Th- or including uh, Michael Thomas, the big wide receiver. Almost said Joe Thomas. Ugh, he played for the state up north. Michael Thomas, the big wide receiver, uh, who went to the NFL and became a superstar, had a decent Ohio State career, Thomas did. I mean, did win a national championship with Urban Meyer back in 2014. But when he went to the NFL, he blew up. And now, Michael Thomas, Olave, on either side of the field, if if the New Orleans Saints can find someone to get them the ball, distribute the football to these guys, they're going to be a winner, okay? Um, I know that you know if, if Drew Brees was still there, my gosh, what a pairing that would be. But I lost. Drew Brees is retired now. And I think they've got Andy Dalton down there right now, possibly. Going to compete for a starting job down there. The dream scenario, okay? The New Orleans Saints don't have a great year. They get to draft high in the draft next year. And they pick up C.J. Stroud. If they do that, I'm telling you, New Orleans Saints are going to be a Super Bowl contender for years to come. But it's all about that signal caller for the Saints down there um, because they've got weapons all around them there, man. So that, that, that is a great team for Chris Olave to go to. Another guy I want to talk about is Nicholas Petit-Frere, NPF. Uh, went in the third round to the um, Tennessee Titans. And uh, I think this possibly might be the steal of the draft. I mean, the guy, I think, is a late first round, early second round talent who slid all the way to the third round. The, the knock on Petit Frere is that he's uh, kind of small as far as he can't keep weight on. But the dude's got a great, great body as far as the frame to hold the weight. I think getting in, into an NFL system, getting the right nutritionist and people like that, NPF is going to have a great career in the NFL play many years. I think he could possibly be, possibly even be a pro bowler. I think he's that good. I mean, remember, this guy was a five-star talent, like the number one uh, offensive tackle when he was coming out of high school. It took him a couple years to, to grow into that frame, to get onto the field for Ohio State, started at the right tackle, moved over to the left tackle position, and had a decent career uh, for Ohio State. Other than the game against the team up north, I think he had a phenomenal season and phenomenal career. Um, this past year had a phenomenal season. Other than that game, he did get to worked a little bit. But remember, 
Flu was going through that roster like crazy. He possibly was not feeling well, was not sick, didn't have a great, uh, great game. I can't take one game and hold it against the guy because for that whole season he dominated and was the protector of C.J. Stroud's blind side. So all of that, taking all that into account, I think that uh, NPF going to have a great career. I think he went to a really good team down there for the Titans in Tennessee. And I think he's going to I think he's going to see the field this year and get a couple starts and we could probably become a starter by next season and like I said, 9-10 year career ahead for NPF so steal the draft. We're going to take a break. We're going to get into the second third or uh, finish off the second third here. Get into the end of this cigar and then uh, we'll give it a grade again. All right? So hang tight everybody. All right, we are back. Finishing off the last third of this thing. We'll pull the wrapper off here. Oh, look at that. It just slid right off. That hardly happens for me. Or the band. Sorry, not the wrapper. The band. <clears throat> the one complaint I have about this cigar. <clears throat> well, there's, there's two. Two reasons why this thing is not the high, high 90s for me. Um, like I said, it's, it is, <coughs> excuse me, it is my favorite. <coughs> It is my favorite cigar. Um, the burn, again, started to canoe a little bit, but the thing about it, this thing is, I've not touched it up. It's corrected itself every time. I have gone in the backyard and smoked it on the back deck with uh, while my wife's back there, and the wind might have something to, to do with that a little bit, so I can't fault it completely on that. But it is up where the burn is happening. It is a little bit warm to the touch there, and a little bit more than I like. That's going to be a point there as well. Um, but again, the flavor through this thing has been completely consistent. Coffee, um, you're getting. I'm getting a little bit of a leathery, a leather tone to it as well. It's it's rich, but it's creamy, and that's what I love about the cigar. Is even though it's a little bit darker of a blend than what I like personally, the richness and creaminess of it is just outstanding. It's unmatched, and. It has, it has been a phenomenal cigar. It is one of those cigars that when you pick up, you know the consistency of this thing, the overall experience you're gonna get from this cigar, it is top shelf. Now, as far as Drew Estate cigars go, I do like their infused stuff. I know that that's kind of uh, taboo for some people uh, in the cigar industry world. and. In the cigar culture, a lot of people don't want to count those as cigars. I personally, uh, I love I love their infused stuff as well. But as far as a traditional cigar goes, this is my favorite one you're going to get from Drew Estate. Again, the consistency, the creaminess of it, the richness of it. Love everything about it. So the second third was just awesome. Can't cannot stress that enough. If you can get your hands on these, don't just buy one buy as many as you can get it's hard to it's hard to get a box I'll, I'll straight up tell you a lot of a lot of sellers aren't gonna sell you a box they're only gonna sell you so many of them maybe a pack of five this is what I got because they just they want to try to spread the wealth among people who buy them I've never seen it at the brick-and-mortar stores that I attend and go to here in Ohio um, they're always either out or they don't carry them because they're not uh, Drew Estate doesn't send it to them got this one again from cigarsdaily.com which is, if you're going to buy cigars online, that's who I suggest. Phenomenal stick. 
It's just amazing. Love this stick. We're going to be giving it a rating here in a minute uh, to finish off this, but let's talk a little bit more about Ohio State, and let's talk about next year's draft, shall we? So I am going to make a prediction on who will be first-round draft picks for Ohio State next season in the 2023 NFL Draft. Number one, quarterback C.J. Stroud. He's got a chance, I believe, to win the Heisman Trophy. I'm in my garage, so sorry about that sound. A loud truck just passed by. C.J. Stroud, I think, is going to be the first, first quarterback taken, if not the first pick overall. Uh, I think he's got a chance to win a Heisman Trophy this year. He's definitely going in the first round next year. We're gonna, the next bucket I think will be uh, picked in next year's NFL draft will be wide receiver Jackson Smith Najigba. This guy absolutely showed up big time in the 2022 Rose Bowl against Utah. Despite the fact that Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave both set that bowl game out, Jackson Smith Najigba absolutely showed out in that game, breaking all kinds of Rose Bowl, bowl game, and Ohio State records. And he actually ended up with better statistics on the season as a sophomore than both Wilson and Olave and has a very good opportunity of finishing his career at Ohio State in 2022 as the greatest wide receiver in school history. So Jackson Smith and Jigba probably going to be a, a top 10 pick, maybe even top five, uh, along with C.J. Stroud. Uh, how about left tackle Paris Johnson Jr.? He was a five-star coming out of high school. Uh, his second year on campus was kicked inside the guard just so they could get the best five on the offensive line. Now he's going to be at his natural position of left tackle. And I think Paris Johnson Jr. is going to no doubt be a first-round draft pick if indeed he takes that next step in his maturity and growth there at Ohio State. And then finally on the defensive side, I think safety Ronnie Hickman has got an opportunity to be a first-round draft pick. He led the team in tackles last year in what was our Achilles heel, the defense. But now that we've got Jim Knowles as defensive coordinator and he has got a safety-driven defense, I think Ronnie Hickman is going to absolutely shine this year and really put his, his name out there as being a possible first-round draft pick uh, in the 2023 NFL Draft. So those are some of my predictions. Now, it's time to score this cigar. How does it rank up from the first time? Uh, I ranked this cigar, and this being, you know, third or fourth time I've smoked the Liga Pravada number nine. So let's check that out, shall we? All right. Uh, I'm going to give the wrapper a five out of five. The band, eh, I'm going to give it a three out of four. I think the band is just it's kind of bland. It's nothing tremendously special. Firmness, the thing is a three out of three. Oils, three out of three. Um, the light, 5 out of 5. The burn, 10 out of 10. The draw, 8 out of 8. It's, the, it's an absolute perfect draw. Consistency, I'll give it an 8 out of 9. I think that there's, there's a chance that the consistency changes slightly, ever so slightly, near the end of the stick. The flavor, 9 out of 9. Smoothness, 8 out of 8. Such a smooth, silky smooth cigar, just like Chris Olave. Quality of blend, I'll give it a 12 out of 12. It's one of the best cigars on the market. Flavor progression, here's where I'm going to give it a 7 out of 8. There's not much progression here uh, in this stick. And the finish is a 5 out of 6. At the very end, you do get a little bit of that burn on your fingers. Uh, speed of burn, 5 out of 5. I tend to smoke these things a little quicker than maybe what 
uh, a normal person would, but we'll go ahead and give it a five out of five. In price, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. It is rather expensive. Um, is it worth it? I think so, but uh, I'll give it a four out of five. Add it all up, that's a score of 95 out of 100. I'm right where I was the first time. This is a 95 cigar, rated cigar in my opinion. If you've never had the Liga Pravada, you need to take the time to try to find a place where you can get it. And it may take you some time to do that, but it's worth it. And uh, if you've smoked the Liga Pravada number nine, let me know what your score is down in the comments below. I'd love to know what you got out of it. And uh, maybe let me know what kind of cigars you want me to rank next time or some topics if you're a Buckeye fan that you'd like for me to talk about. Um, as always, please hit the like button uh, so that you won't miss our next cigar review as we talk stogies and our beloved Buckeyes. So uh, until next time, y'all take care. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.